Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy, and host of Dream Business Radio. Welcome to week six, already week six of my Dream Business Summer of Success series. I've been coming to you every Tuesday afternoon for this special series of live trainings, all designed to help you grow your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle. As a quick recap, if this is your first time joining us, on week one, we talked about money mindset. In week two, we talked about perfectionism and overcoming the fear of criticism, which is a big block to progress. In session three, we talked about price elasticity, how to earn higher profits in your business. On week four, we talked about that pesky drag on productivity and growth called shiny object syndrome. On week five, we talked about one of my favorite strategies to close more sales. It's called risk reversal. All of these trainings, if of course you're going to know that if you've been with me before, but again, if you're brand new, all these trainings are still in my Facebook group and perhaps they might be a little easier to find if you are in my free Facebook group, Build Your Dream Business Now, Build Your Dream Business Now, so you can check that out. All of these trainings, just like all the books, everything I do is content rich, 100% based in fact personal experience from my 20 years of being an entrepreneur, creating multiple successful businesses. I promise not to waste your time with any silly talk, happy pie in the sky, sit under a tree and vibrate your way to success type of thinking. That sure would be fun if it was that easy. If you enjoy this kind of information, um, I also invite you to download all six of my books, which are available in Kindle at Amazon at the Barnes & Noble website in the form of a Nook book and also in the iBookstore. To date, over 21,000 books have been downloaded on Amazon alone, which astounds me. I don't know why it astounds me because they're great books. <laughs> it's like 21,000. I don't, I don't get stats on iTunes or Barnes & Noble, but I think that's quite an impact. That's all part of my legacy changes, everything, new focus on my business. So I also, before we get going here with the top 10, I want to tease a new program that I'm very excited to announce, and it should be live. I'm going to say, just to be safe, I'll say this time next week, um, my brand new Get Jim Palmer website is, om oh, it's, it's fabulous. It's going to look phenomenal. But one of the things I often hear from some entrepreneurs is that they want, if they could work with me in a shorter, more intense time frame, rather than as, as beneficial as the Dream Business Mastermind is, working with me and the other members of the group in a month-to-month -month basis. Sometimes you could be new. Sometimes you just want to, you're very successful and you want to launch something new or perfect your brand or do a product launch or something like that. So I created what's called a fast start private coaching program. So this is not joining the mastermind. It's private coaching with me. It starts with a half day consult, then followed up with two months of intense coaching. If this sounds intriguing to you, then uh, stand by and I'll reveal that program to you next week. All right. So anyway, I'm going to reveal today Captain Jim's top 10 mistakes that keep entrepreneurs broke or at least in struggle mode 
far too long. Now, some of what I'm going to say, because you know I just I put it out there, good, bad, or otherwise, some of what I'm going to say may be hard to hear. So in my usual style, I'm going to share some humor. Maybe I'll give you some abs absurd examples to help make the point. But please, if you are truly committed to growing a dream business, if you truly want to achieve financial freedom, which leads to time freedom, do not miss the broader point that people who are high income earners do several things right. And they also do not do a number of things. High levels of success does not happen by accident or luck. High levels of success do not come to people who are nice or kind or even deserving. Other things might come from those qualities, but they're not necessary, necessarily big ingredients of an entrepreneur who wants to achieve higher levels of success. It's also fair to say that if you feel like I'm talking directly to you, <laughs> you're not alone because I felt that many years ago. There, I was um, being mentored by somebody oh, in a group, actually. And I'm like, oh, I know he's talking to me. So anyway, I've, I've really uh, overcome I think all of these mistakes in my entrepreneurial journey. So I'm going to share them with you. Thankfully, as I said, I did overcome them. Very, very blessed to uh, live this amazing lifestyle. So anyway, let's get going. I'm going to go from 10 to one, kind of like um, who, Dave, uh, Dave, what is it? Letterman. Yeah, Dave Letterman, Stephanie, saved me there. Dave Letterman should do. Now, all of these aren't necessarily number one, number 10 to number one being the, they're all important. All right. So let's just get going. Number 10, slow walker. That means you're slow walking everything that's important and it's going to help you grow your dream business. You may be slow walking because it's hard. Maybe it takes a while to do. Maybe there's an investment of time or money and, and probably D, maybe it's outside your comfort zone. Some things may help you, but you're slow walking them. Might include publishing a book, launching a podcast, uh, maybe contributing to your blog more than once a year right? <laughs> because it takes a while to write some good content, maybe learning how to become a speaker or learning how to sell from the stage, which is one of the most important things you can do to double or triple your income. If you're slow walking any of those, I urge you to stop it. All right. Number nine, we're going to move right along. It's a double header. It's called out of focus and gross. So number one, you're focusing on short-term profits and not long-term profitability. And number two, you're focusing on gross and not net. That's the gross part. Okay. Now, things that will make a difference down the road will likely have a cost now. Now, I think correct terminology is an investment, right? There's an expense, a cost, whatever your language is, but it is called an investment if it's going to produce a return later. Like many investments, they're going to have a short-term, perhaps negative impact on your bottom line or certainly on your cash flow, maybe even your lifestyle. But if they have the potential to make you more money in the long run, you really need to step up and make those type of investments. Second part of this is focusing on gross and not net. If your business grosses a million dollars and you have 850,000 expenses, you have a $150,000 a year business. Some people, oh, I got a million dollar business, but you make 150. Conversely, if you have a business that grosses, let's say 350,000, gross revenue of 350 and you have 100,000 expenses, you have a business that's worth two, a quarter of a million dollars, 250,000. It's a very big difference. Creating a dream business that supports your lifestyle is all about the net, not the gross. So don't be gross. Number eight, top 10 mistakes that leave entrepreneurs broke or in struggle mode far too long. Number eight, you're trying too hard. Far too many entrepreneurs try to be liked by everyone or perceived to be a good fit for everyone. 
I can do all of this just in case somebody wants to come in this door instead of focusing on your niche, just in case it works out. This is a fast way not to be respected by anyone or at least those people who are most important and those are your paying customers. Focus on those people and everybody else that may just occasionally like or swat or come by, those aren't important. So stop that. Number seven, I call no C&P. C&P stands for consistency and persistency. You try and do too many things and you might stick with some, but ultimately you have no consistency and you're off to the races chasing the next thing, shiny object that we talked about last week. Now, two weeks ago, we talked about shiny object before anything catches hold. Hey, I understand doing a, a newsletter, print or other. Oh, do an email newsletter. I think doing videos is great. And then I talk, well, Jim, I, 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 I tried the newsletter business. It didn't work for me. How many issues did you send out? I sent out two. And I didn't get anything back. I started doing videos. Tell me about the videos you did. I did three, right? So you have to be consistent, right? The nearest thing to your being persistent in your business is usually trying something every week or month. And that's not going to work. It takes an awful long time to start building the momentum and the, the credibility and bringing people to you so they understand who you are and what you do. So you got to have more C&P. Number six. We're already at number six. We're doing great. I call it ROI Madness. Too many entrepreneurs have a free traffic mentality. And what I mean by that, a free traffic in the online world is, well, you can post to Facebook or LinkedIn. You can post to your blog. You can do a lot of things that have no actual cost. But there's paid traffic, which means you could be uh, Google AdWords or you could do uh, Facebook ads. You could do LinkedIn ads, things like that. So you're investing in paid traffic. Now, if you were to invest in a paid traffic campaign, you should likely, if it's done right, get you know five, 10 times more people coming to you than just a generic post. That's what I mean by expecting paid traffic results with a free traffic mentality. So if you post to your blog or if you tweet or you share something on Facebook and you think that's going to bring a bunch of people to you, it's probably not going to work, right? So you need to step up. Number six, you're too eager to get married. Well, what in tarnation is that about? If someone likes a Facebook post or they comment, like let's say you share some of your brilliant wisdom. Oh, I love this. You're spot on. You reach out to a private messenger. Hey, I saw you like my post. Would you like to join my very expensive program, <laughs> right? LinkedIn is notorious for this, by the way. So many people uh, reach out and I'm sure there's a logarithms, all kinds of programs. Hey, I saw your um, profile. Very interesting. I like what you do. I would like to connect with you. Okay. You're an entrepreneur, small business owner. I'll connect. Literally at the speed of lightning, I have something in my LinkedIn inbox that says, hey, Jim, I'm glad we connected. By the way, I've been having a lot of success with weight loss for men over 50 or, or somebody the other day actually said, hey, I'm, it's great to connect with you. Have you ever thought of being a coach? Obviously, they don't know who I am or don't know my profile. So it's just an automated thing. Now, in some cases, one argument might be, well, it must be working for some. I personally for me, I don't want to blind people like that and send out thousands and thousands of connections and hope that you might get a few. I, I just would rather not do that. But so anyway, that's one thing. Don't be too eager to get married. There's a big thing. I learned this from my, my mentor, Dan Kennedy, slow down the sale. You, I mean, you don't go meet somebody at a networking event in in an in, automatically invite them to go on vacation with you for heaven's sake. So get, get a chance to get to know them, see what their needs are, see how you might be able to help them. Number five, we're down to number five and it's called thinking too damn big. That's right. Sometimes thinking too big 
actually is a uh, it inhibits any growth or action on your part. What do you mean by that, Jim? Well, thinking that you need to make an impact in the universe or the planet or the world or my country, whatever it is, if you if you focus on I need to have a big impact, it's like how do I do that? And in reality, you know, it's just as important to have an impact, whether it be, I mean in your own personal life, in, in your family, in your community, your church, or just low, town, whatever. Not everybody is cut out to be a world changer or a world world leader, right? Um, I've actually talked with some prospecting clients for my coaching program, and they'll say, um, you know, Jim, I, I need to have about a 2% response for the potential audience for me to be successful. And I'm like, what do you mean a 2% response? I think they probably get that from direct mail or direct marketing or some other, you know, some figure. And I said, so there was one guy, he said, um, I said, how big is your available market? He says, well, in the United States, there's 48,000 people who are, and he said what he did. I don't, I don't necessarily want to say, let's just pretend he's an accountant. There's 48,000 people in the U.S. who are accountants, just so you, you follow my story here. And I said, okay, so if we could get 960 of the 48,000, that would give you, that would be a nice business model. He said, yeah. I said, well, I think you're stuck moving forward because unless you can find a way to reach 960 qualified people, you're not moving forward at all. Right. And so I said, do you mind if I explain or show you a different rationale or a different strategy? Says, oh, please. He goes, I said, how much do you actually want to make? This guy had a very successful business. He was going to launch some sort of a, uh, a coaching or mentor program. So he said, if I could make an additional 100000 maybe 200000 in addition to my core business with this program, man, I'd be set. I said, well, geez, you need far less than 960 people to do that. And he looked confused. He actually looked a little disbelieving. So I, I did some math, which is always a very scary thing. So I said, what do you think your program might be worth? like $497 a month. Would that be reasonable? He said, yeah. He says, actually, for what I'm going to do for people, I think 497 is a no-brainer. So I got up my trusty calculator, which always sits on my desk right here. And I said, by the way, if you could just connect with 17 people, 17 people to pay you 497, you're going to generate $101,000 per year. I said, if you connect with 34 people, just 34 out of 960 at $497 a month, you're going to earn $202,000 a year. There's two big lessons with this story. I hope you caught on. Thinking big is great, but don't let the wrong big thinking paralyze you into inaction, right? Lesson two, hire me as your business coach and you'll be earning that hundred grand a lot, a lot quicker than doing it on your own. All right. Number four is called cloning. In order to achieve some big incomes, many entrepreneurs feel they need to clone themselves. Oh, if I could just clone myself, I, I just need somebody who does what I do so they can do half the work. It's a fantasy. It's never going to work. By the way, it's not even smart thinking. While this may be a step forward in embracing the fact that you at least realize you can't do it all, so you need to delegate, because one of my expressions is learn to delegate or stay small forever. Far too many people don't move forward unless they can figure out a clone of themselves. Who else has my, my gifts, my skills, my talents? You do not want a clone of yourself. People, you need people to do task-oriented things. You need people to do support services and other things. There's, there's a little thing called uh, magician and mule work. There's a lot of things in your business that can be done behind the scenes. 
perhaps not as good as you, perhaps not as fast as you, but if they're being done, that allows you to focus on the magic. This is where your zone of genius is, focusing on what you do best, your gifts, right? I mean, I, I could focus an entire lesson on this cloning thing, but figure this, if there's something that you can hire somebody, and I don't mean, you don't even have to have a, an employee. If you can find a virtual assistant, maybe you pay them between $20, $30 an hour, maybe $50 an hour or more, and you do that kind of work yourself, you know how much you're worth? You're not worth 100, 200 or $400 an hour. You're worth $20, $30 or $50 an hour because you're doing that kind of work. You need to get out of that kind of work. All right. So stop trying to clone yourself. Learn how to delegate and have things get done for you so you can stay in your zone of genius. All right. Number three, we're down to three. Your feelings. I think people are giving way too much weight to their feelings. And what I mean by that is you feel like you're not ready to jump and therefore you don't jump, you don't act. What in reality, if you jump in the deep end of the pool, you're gonna learn how to swim pretty fast, are you not? Or if the, you know, the expression is jump off a cliff and learn how to fly on the way down. When you're trying to do something big in business, it is likely something you've never done before. When you do something you've never done before, it's outside of your comfort zone, outside of your wheelhouse, so you have some trepidation, I get that. But if you're waiting until you feel ready before you pull the trigger, you're never going to pull the trigger because you won't feel ready because you've never done it. See, that's psychology 101. You need to act before you're ready. Get as much information as you can, pull the trigger, and, and then move forward. Course correct as you go. It's awful learn. It's awful hard to learn how to bike that's not moving forward. Number two, we're down to number two. You treat your business like a job, all right? You just happen to own the business. Well, I'm the founder, CEO, and as I like to say, chief muckety-muck of my business. But it's a job to you. You just happen to own it. Now, the difference between ownership mentality and, an, and a true entrepreneur, wealth creation, building entrepreneur. So employees, they believe that the owner should invest in the company. Employees believe that they're, they should be treated a certain way. As a business owner, it's 100% on you. And at some point as a business owner, you need to realize that your business is an asset. An asset is worth investing. It's worth it's worth leveraging, right? So a job is not something that you invest in. On the other hand, a business is something you invest in. It can produce a very nice income, if you follow my advice. It can produce a very nice uh, financial freedom, help you pay down debts. It can become an asset for worry-free retirement. It can do so much, but if you treat it like a job and you're just doing little baby steps because it really is your job, you need to protect your job, you're forever going to be in struggle mode, so you need to stop that. We're down to number one. Boy, I should have a bell. Ding, ding, ding. So number one is just say no. Nope, I'm not going back to the days of Nancy Reagan saying, just say no to drugs. This has to do with your inability to just say yes, right? To pull the trigger. Oh, I should also have my book here to hold up. Oh, well, too busy today. Just say yes. You need to be able to pull the trigger when you have an opportunity. You do your due diligence. If it looks like it's going to move you forward, it's going to help you accomplish your goals. Boom, you move forward. You just say yes. Too many entrepreneurs they they have an understand they don't have an understanding of where they are and where they're going and what it's going to take to get there right sometimes the solution is right in front of you and it can fast track your way to success but they can't get themselves to just say yes that was actually the name of my sixth book when i wrote decide which kind of the ultimate entrepreneurial brain box master book for your mindset i thought that was my last one when stephanie and i over 4 years ago bought this big boat We've never driven a big boat before. We've never lived on a boat before. We've never been in the Atlantic Ocean, except on a ferry when I was a kid going to Martha's Vineyard. 
But we learned how to do that. And I realized, wow, there's some similarities between what we're doing in our private life, personal life, and what entrepreneurs who are growing do. You have to say yes, go figure it out, be safe, but keep moving forward. Keep stepping outside your comfort zone. Okay, so one of the memes I often share is, are you playing not to lose or are you playing to win? These are completely polar opposite strategies and produce entirely different results for entrepreneurs. Playing not to lose means you're not only making small, safe bets, but small, safe bets that won't hurt too much if they don't work out. Well, guess what? Nobody's going to pay off. Nobody's going to get all their chips and push them into the middle of the table if you're only pushing in like $2 chips, right? You got to push in the $25 or the $50 chips if you're going to win big. Uh, 320, I'm going to share a couple more things with you, and then we're going we're gonna to sign out. So I'm going to end what, this top 10 coaching with a few characteristics of high performers and high income earners. Hopefully you now understand the top 10 mistakes that people make that keep them broker and struggle too long. I hope you're not making them. And if you are, I hope you fix those. Here's a couple characteristics of high income earners, right? See how you do with this. Number one, they delegate and accept that a great team doing things for them. 80% as good as them is far better than you doing everything yourself. They focus on high revenue generating activities. They don't shy away from hard choices. It's just business. Number four, when they see an opportunity, they act swiftly and decisively and let the chips fall where they may. But most likely, it seldom hurts as bad as you think it might because you course correct as you move forward. Number five, they never outgrow the need to work with a coach or mentor. Number six, they're immune to criticism. We talked about that, I think, in week three. They don't pollute their success mindset with negative BS. Protect what goes in here, just like you protect what goes in your body. They define success on their own terms. They would rather read or listen to podcasts or study, you know, business building than, than sitting there watching mind-numbing TV. And they know the role that serving others and giving back plays into their success. That's a very big one. Finally, if your goal is to be comfortable, chances are you'll never be rich. But if your goal is to be rich, chances are you're going to end up mighty comfortable. If you're not fully, totally, and truly committed to creating wealth, as a result of growing a wildly successful business, chances are you won't. You won't, Folks, remember, wealth rewards risk and wealth rewards speed. Now, next week, what I'm going to do, by the way, share a comment. I'm very, very focused as I deliver these, so I'm not looking at the Facebook or anything. I hope you're liking this. Please uh, give it a thumbs up or a like. Uh, leave a comment for me. If you're watching it on replay, share that too. Um, let me know how you're doing with these trainings. I don't know how many more I'm going to do, maybe two or three. I'm just going to do it for the summer, so once Labor Day hits, boom, we're done. Anyway, next week, what I think I'm going to do is how to kick complacency and excuses to the curb so you can grow. The reason I created this whole Summer of Success series, I'm trying to eliminate in a fast and hopefully fun way some of the major stumbling blocks that I've seen over my years as a business owner and also 11 years as a coach. I'm trying to help people remove some of these blocks so you can grow bigger and better and faster. So next week, I will share some strategies on how to kick complacency and excuses to the curb so you can grow faster. So if you're feeling a little sluggish, Join me next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. As usual, folks, if I can help you with your brand, if I can help you with marketing, mastering your mindset, 
you know, check out the Dream Business Mastermind. You can do that at dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. It's the absolute best mastermind on the planet for growth-oriented entrepreneurs. If you'd like to spend a half-day consult with me and two months of intense coaching, stay tuned for a big announcement next week. It is Captain Jim's real soon-to-be-famous Fast Start Coaching Program. As usual, connect with me at getjimpalmer.com and Definitely connect with me at getjimpalmer.com next week. Get digital copies of all books at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and iBooks. But that's it until this time next week. Another fantastic training in the Summer of Success series. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.